When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Stand By Your Band. I'm Tom Takar, the Wolf of Dog Street, joined as always by the Prince of Snarkness himself, Tommy McNamara. What's up, Tommy? You know, I'm in a, I'm in a weird spot right now because I'm both sorry and not sorry. If you ever oh, felt that way. I see. Yeah. Yes. It's like I can't tell which one I am, but I'm mm-hmm. kind of both at the same time. Yeah, which also kind of makes you neither. <laughs> it's a really quite a conundrum <laughs> to be sorry and also not sorry. Because you are sorry, though. That's true. You said that. Uh, our friend Ruben it. Studdard was sorry for one whole year, 2004. That's true. <laughs> I think we've talked about Ruben Studdard more than any other show, for sure. I think even if Ruben Studdard had a podcast, he wouldn't reference that song as much as we do. But he was sorry for 2004. And our guest today, uh, I wonder if she's sorry for 2022. Devin Leary's here. How are you, Devin? <laughs> I'm good, but why would I be sorry? I didn't do anything wrong all year. Yeah, that's true. That's what a likely story. <laughs> I did everything um, right. I have no regrets. <laughs> uh, that's uh, that's it's great to have you, Evan. Uh, how how are you on this? Uh, what I'm hearing is a beautiful New York day. It's a beautiful New York day. I have not gone outside. Um, I feel guilty about that, but I also. I had a lot I had a lot to do. Um I had to start watching The Crown. It's really boring, mm-hmm. but I can't stop watching it. Um and so yeah, that that's kind of the vibe. Mhm. I get it. I feel <laughs> Are you that. Sad about the Queen's death? Is that why you picked it up? No, I don't I I don't know anything about the royal family. Yeah. Any any of these queens and these people, but I watched Harry and Meghan for my own podcast, um, <laughs> True Romance, on uh, iHeart Media, wherever you get your podcasts. Um, so I watched that, and I learned so much about this world of the royals. And I really want to watch the Diana seasons only of The Crown, but like I started watching that, and then I was really confused. Like I didn't know how anyone was related, so I had to go back. And it's just like... It's so like plagues and diseases and like smog and like and I just don't understand like the drama or the appeal, but I'm hoping to get there. Yeah, yeah. I wonder, Tommy, have you watched The Crown? Uh, I have not. I think my mom is a big fan. I've never watched it myself. It's a yeah. big mom show. 
<laughs> it's a, it's a, it is a big mom show. Oddly, Big Mama's House is not a big mom show. <laughs> You'd think that'd be perfect for moms, but they fucking hate it. <laughs> Wait, is that a show or a movie? I thought that That's was like That's a movie. Uh, is that it's a movie from probably 2003, I think. It's we like a guy who dresses as his mom or something. Yeah, it's uh, it's Martin Lawrence. He's an undercover cop, and he's got to dress up as a grandma, right? right AKA right, right, right. Big Mama, um, right? Right. <laughs> and it's the part he was born to play, and <laughs> it's uh, it's really wonderful. I did and see that. It's yeah. Maybe we should revisit it. Maybe we should switch this into. Let's do this podcast as if it is 2005 <laughs> forever <laughs> and only talk about Ruben Stuttered and Big Mama's House and Scary Movie. Um, Especially I based on our topic, movie. it's so funny to make only old references when we're talking about like, someone who's yeah, very people big are not with teen like girls. <laughs> I do want to say about The Crown, because I feel similarly, I'm glad to hear you say that you also don't know shit about the, the royal family. I don't know anything about the royals. And I kind of think it's the most American thing I can do is go to my deathbed never having learned anything about the royal family or anything really well i guess but also i feel like parts of america are so obsessed with the royals even more Mm -hmm. so than like people well probably not more than like the people in the parades who are like screaming for the royal baby but yeah people in america are, are into it too i guess i'm just like i don't know what these people do and the Harry and Meghan thing, it seemed like it's like, okay, they were really stressed out all the time because they had to like stand in, in front of cameras and talk about like nothing basically. But it just felt like, what? And then I'm watching yeah. the show from the olden times, like the, the season one. I don't know what year it's supposed to be in because I missed that <laughs> somehow. Yeah. But it's like, <laughs> I'm confused. Like it's who's in charge. Basically, I'm like, who's yeah. in charge over there? Who's yeah, what do they things? do? What do they do? I feel like they're like the British Kardashians. And yes. I don't know what they do. And it would be funny if like in a hundred years there's a really dramatic retelling of the Kardashian story. Like it's 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 oh, exactly yeah, like what's happening now. But it's yeah, but it's like the crown, <laughs> but it's the Kardashians. I think it could be good. I think it could I be think great. We just created a show. Call Hollywood. Call Tinseltown right up. I'm I'm right here. I could I could yell out oh, my yeah, window there. to Johnny Hollywood. <laughs> hey, <laughs> hello, <laughs> hello. I've got a show idea. Um, yeah, it's uh, it's so shitty here. So I don't have I have the excuse to not do anything. And my apart my the apartment viewing that I was supposed to go on just got canceled. So now I ain't got shit to do except for talk about Demi Lovato. Ooh. That's what we're here to do, people. Before we get into the hunk of uh, the matter, though, and I am talking about Tommy, uh, the <laughs> hunk, uh, we have a special taping coming out. Uh, I'm going to schedule this episode to come out on the 11th so that you guys have time to get tickets for Tommy's show on the 12th Yes, in Brooklyn Bell House, 7.30 p.m. Is that correct? That is all correct. Thank you very much, Tom. It's going to be a great show. We got Luke Moniz, Aparna Nancherla, and... And Mike Hamford, it's going to be so much fun. We got a full band. I got It's going to be a great time. All I need is you, the listeners of the show, to come. <laughs> mm-hmm. I will be there. Hey, that's that. With bells on. 
All right. It's well, the they bell house. That's perfect. Taping, but that's why. <laughs> yeah, that's actually. You're not just gonna good. hear bells all over the room. <laughs> take those bells out. Every Devin, time sit I still. <laughs> Tommy, the special was perfect, but unfortunately, the sound was ruined by all the bells in the crowd. Oopsie. Oops. <laughs> sorry. Sorry. Not sorry. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so to get tickets to that, you can get them now. Um, or tell a friend if you don't live in New York. Tell a friend that lives in New York that likes comedy. There's a lot of tickets yes. to sell and a lot of people who could buy them. <laughs> there are so many <laughs> eligible bachelors for these tickets. <laughs> <laughs> you should turn it into like a dating thing, like like a speed dating thing. That's that would a very be fun. good idea. <laughs> I think you should get the chive involved. I don't know how. I don't know what they are. They're kind of like the crown for me. I don't know what they do, but I know they're big. The I've chive. done shows and they're like, oh, there's a bunch of chive people here. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what that is. <laughs> It's like a social group of some kind, but oh. it's uh there's all I remember that there were all these shirts in the uh in like twenty twelve that were like keep on. calm and chive on, yeah. So I guess if anybody can explain to me what the chive is, or if any listeners are part of the chive and uh hell wanna indoctrinate us, get us on I I've been meaning to get indoctrin indoctrinated into something. Well you should do Scientology <laughs> now that you're there. Just it's so available. By. There's these beautiful big buildings. And you're like, what is that? And it's like, oh, Scientology. And it's just the lights are glowing and people are eating giant dinners inside. It looks beautiful and uh, alluring. I'll probably do it. I'm, yeah, do it. I don't know what to do out here. Nothing so to lose. Boring. Yeah. Lots to gain. Uh, so much to gain. Um, all right. Let's talk about Demi Lovato. So you gave us Demi Lovato here. I'm right off the bat. I'm going to I'm going to come clean here. I got to learn about I get I always get Demi Lovato confused with um the lady that uh that John Travolta fucked up their name. Uh <laughs> Dina Manzel? Yeah, I don't know why. <laughs> now, I've gotten her confused with like Vanessa Hudgens because of like yes. the Disney thing. Yeah, I Dina thought you were Manzel I thought you were going to say a Disney person for sure. Way off. <laughs> I did not totally know different who age Lovato groups was <laughs> until I get her confused with Betty White. <laughs> yes, I did wish her arrested to rest in peace last last year. I, she's clearly not doing it. Um, she did almost die though. Yes. Oh, let's talk about it. I yeah. tell so, me the story. She has so much crazy shit. I'll, I'll let you explain it, Devin, because you definitely know more than I do. But I just listened to a full two and a half hour interview with her on uh, Joe Rogan because it was the only oh, one I could really? find. And I have some new ideas. Episode in your feed. <laughs> some new ideas about the vaccine that I can tell you guys <laughs> about now. But no, I was fascinated. She has such a crazy story. So I, I learned a lot from that interview, including the, yeah, she overdosed and almost died in 2019, which is crazy. Oh, in 2019. Damn. Recent. I did not know that. Yeah. I mean, I meant to also like refresh my memory but again, I started watching The Crown reluctantly, and and that's what I've been doing. So I didn't actually, but um, but I have I've seen every one of her documentaries, which she puts out every few years. She puts out like a docu series that's kind of like, hey, you've read the tabloids, but this is the real me. Like, come behind the curtain. And usually the one that follows a few years later is like, just kidding. The last one wasn't really me because I was high the whole time. And actually, now this is the real me. Um, and so, 
Yeah, the most recent docu-series she did, which was, dance, I believe it was called Dancing with the Devil, very edgy name, um, <laughs> talked about what happened. I did watch it. So basically, she was sober after she, she like punched it. So she punched a background dan- backup dancer on tour when oh she God. was when she was young. So like the first documentary, she briefly mentions that. And that's why she went to rehab. This was like 2011, 2012. Um, some of us were also hitting a rock bottom at that point and needed a hero. And, and she became that for some of us. Um, mm-hmm. And she had this documentary called Stay Strong where she talked about like she's healing now. She's recovering. But she didn't tell the story of the background dancer until the next documentary, which was called like like Still Complicated, I think. And then she she said that she was on tour with the Jonas Brothers. The Jonas Brothers' dad was concerned about her. She doesn't have a father figure, as many of her songs reference. So the Jonas Brothers' very Christian father was like worried about her. And a backup dancer came to him and said, like, Demi's doing drugs. And then the the Jonas Brothers' dad came to Demi and was like, I'm worried you're doing drugs. And she's like, who told you this? And he named the backup dancer and she punched the backup dancer in the face, Um, which is incredible. And I love that. So, (laughs) so my fandom An interesting twist. An interesting (laughs) twist is I I couldn't love her personality more at that point. Um, And then, so then she was sober for a long time. It was like. She's sober. She she dated Wil- Wilmer Valderrama. They broke up, but she stayed sober. And then these blind items started. I don't know if you guys follow blind items, like celebrity no. gossip. I know my sister does like the Dumois and that kind of thing. And mm, uh, I've been yeah. hearing about. That's, yeah. I just that's learned that about is, Dumois. Yeah, yeah. yeah Dumois. Dumois is one of them. And there's also like Hollywood Days and Nights, um, and some other ones. Bob anyway. Seger runs that one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so it's it's a it's more of a melodic tone to that to that blog. Um no, no, but no, but seriously. Um she there was blind items that she was going out and partying and that like on her tour, which I forget I think it was like the the Confident the album with the song Confident and like Cool for the Summer, she was partying on tour. So this made me sad, but I was like, maybe people are like wrong. Maybe, maybe she's just having a really good time and high on life. And then shortly thereafter, story comes out. She is in critical condition, almost died from a drug overdose. So I think what happened with that is that like she had a party well, I know because I watched the documentary. She had a party and then everyone left and she was like really sad to be alone with her thoughts. So she like did more drugs and then she her assistant came to wake her up for something the next day and she like wouldn't wake up. And then the assistant said she thought she was dead and not breathing. But also Demi had told the assistant, like, please don't ever call the police if something happens because I don't want the press to know what's going on. So the assistant was like, what do I do? Do I call the police or and save her life? Or sorry, the hospital. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm <Yeah>. sorry. Um, <laughs> do I call the hospital and save her life or do I whatever? And then she like made the decision to call the hospital. Demi went to the hospital. She survived. And then and she, then she punched the media person. Then she punched her assistant, <laughs> her assistant. which was deserved <laughs> for breaking rules. <laughs> 
and then she came out with a and then she was like okay now it's time for another documentary and then in the next documentary she's like even in my last documentary i was still not myself yet but now this is finally the real me (laughs) so yeah she is more documentary footage than like the lord of the rings trilogy it's really (laughs) it's a lot it and she was lot. like ahead of the curve too with the YouTube. Yeah, she it makes it hard to go back and rewatch them. I rewatched the um Stay Strong documentary recently on like a weird um Spanish website where it was all in Spanish like dumped <laughs> over. Um But yeah, the other ones are on YouTube and I think the most recent one is free. The most recent one is interesting cuz it's like <sighs> like I still, so I would say currently at this moment, like, I can't say that I stand by Demi, even though, like, that's the premise of why I'm here on this podcast. I feel like (laughs) her personality is, is really unbearable a lot of times. And, like, so she came out with that dancing with the devil thing, and she's like, I'm sober, I almost died, I have a new lease on life, whatever. But then she came out with an album where she had a song that was California sober about how like she actually still does drugs even though she doesn't and it's just like I feel like she speaks too soon like she like does these campaigns too soon it's like you almost died just live for a few more years maybe get more perspective on it and then come out with like okay I'm different now like it's fixed I dance with the devil now I'm not doing that like but she speaks a little too soon. Then she then she came out as non-binary they them. Then yes. she came out as like just kidding. I'm actually she because I feel more feminine now. Mm-hmm. Then she like almost got married to this total lunatic and it was clearly staged. Then there was like the Froyo thing. Then she had a Wait, TV show. Wait, can you show. explain what the okay, Froyo thing on. is? You're yeah. Blo- we got to talk about <laughs> the Froyo thing. Cuz this this came up in the comments and yeah, I think This is big. Yeah, yeah this um, is big. <laughs> there's a whole vanity fair article about it i I read this like seven controversial things because i as i did with every episode i i searched the controversies of uh, demi lovato and boy was it a rich uh, it was a rich list of of different controversies she's had so it was fun but my favorite one was this uh was this froyo thing with a uh a uh, frozen yogurt place called the big chill uh, she said it was extremely hard for her to order Froyo from the Big Chill when she has to walk past tons of sugar-free cookies slash other diet foods before you get to the counter. She was basically saying it was like triggering for people with eating disorders and shit like that. But they were like, well, we have to sell some of this stuff for like people who have diabetes. It's not just like, hey, this is like thin spose type shit. And apparently she hit them... I was trying to find the details on this because I I, I went deep into this... <laughs> And apparently she was like threatening them in DMs being like, you don't know who I am. You don't want to, you don't want to mess with me, stuff like that. And she says that they were really rude to her when she was at the counter. She was basically in her Karen bag and <laughs> she really like, <laughs> she went hard. And then when people were coming at her about it, she kind of backed off, but didn't really. But yeah, it's uh people were mad at her for coming after a small business in the wake of COVID-19 when small businesses were suffering. And uh, I have to say, I agree with those people. I think she was being a fucking asshole. 
I also think there's no world in which they were rude to her. Like it's in LA, it's a frozen yogurt place. A cel- a, a very recognizable celebrity comes in. Like there's no way they were rude to her. But also, yeah. this is the thing with her too. Like so, the Dancing with the Devil album that came out that mm-hmm. was not good in my opinion. Um, she has this song called Melon Cake about her eating disorder, where she talks about how she would have like watermelon instead of cake for her birthday and she says no more melon cake on birthdays no more barricades on doorways and then like mentions another thing about like other people around her not being allowed to have snacks and she like talked about that in the documentary where she was like i wouldn't let people have like chocolate bars around me i wouldn't let and it's like okay so that's insane why are you like being barricaded either barricading other people out or barricading yourself in it's like this behavior is not like um okay (laughs) and like i feel that it's counterproductive to anyone's recovery from like an eating disorder to assume the world has to like never have any food that triggers you around you ever again first of all Mm -hmm. second of all i think that well, second of all, she's going to a frozen yogurt place. It's like go to Ample Hills if you don't want to see diet food around you. It yeah. it is a diet food. Yeah, it's fully yeah. Froyo is synonymous with diet food. Basically, I like I love Froyo, and when I was I uh, more heavily in my uh, in my trying to like keep weight off shit, uh, I was big into Froyo. I was eating it multiple times a week it was a nice little indulgence and uh yeah that's what people are there for but also you like everywhere you go they have they're gonna have if you go to like the store they have diet shit it just exists so it's like you can't see it and it it's it's one of those things where it's like i do feel for her and that she it sounds like she had to go through a lot of shit with uh with her disorders and stuff but it's also like but it's also most people just have to deal with this and you're asking the entire world to cater to you and it's insane. Well, it's also like most people just have to deal with this and don't have access to all the like rehabs that she's been to. Yes. Eating disorders, having had one myself, I feel like I can say are kind of like just a privilege disease. It's like you have nothing better to do besides be like, actually, I think I hate like my body and i don't want to eat anymore and like most people in the world are struggling to even be able to eat or whatever and so to like make it this whole big thing whatever but also it's it's more relevant now i feel like in the culture because there was the love is blind controversy where um Ooh, what is this love could actually see (laughs) <laughs> where it turns out that that love is fully sighted and was lying about its disability um no no what was the name of the girl there was a girl on love is blind the most recent season yeah zenib who claimed that like cole her match her yes husband, the tangerine lady yes yeah. so she claimed yes. that he was like abusive and trying to control her food and because she was going to eat tangerines and he was the like cuties the cuties <laughs> and he was like well, really, you're going to eat both of those? We have a big dinner coming up or something. And then they showed the footage and it was just like a guy being a guy being yeah. like, oh, we're having a big dinner later. Like, are you sure you want to eat that? Go, yeah. And he's like, he's like, that That part actually made me like, that made me very upset. It was upsetting. Yeah. It was just like her gaslighting and like, oh man, I, that really, ups- and that you see him 
fucking meltdown on sc- on screen because he's like s- so confused and then you see the actual footage and you're like, like you th- you fucking piece of shit yeah uh, he's like what he's saying is like we got a big ass dinner tonight he's like excited about yes, the dinner he's and he's excited. like we're gonna eat a fuckload and you better save your appetite and she makes it sound like wow you're eating <laughs> two clementines it's fucked up well it's also it's like typical of what women do no i'm just kidding yeah, it's also like <laughs> women are insane and cannot be trusted but no but i think that like that that is someone who has like body image issues maybe not an eating disorder but it's like she's projecting like mm-hmm. like i've had someone say like oh i'm actually not gonna get dessert tonight and i cried and like locked myself in a room that was not because of what they said was bad it was because i am mentally ill so like that's my responsibility that's the same thing for her it's like if you're gonna react that badly to someone saying like we're having a big dinner tonight like maybe you should see a doctor about that and if demi lovato is triggered by seeing sugar-free cookies that's her own problem it's not someone else's problem it's not the world's problem it's not society's problem it's like you know whatever so i feel like that was really tough and and i don't and i don't stand by she them anymore but i also like she holds a special place in my heart we can talk about positives too but i do want to say it does it it's reminiscent of when tommy was trying to kick uh banging horses and he was like please no glue products no uh pictures of like cowboys or anything don't play red dead in front of me and it's like dude we all did it for many years we abstained but i'm tired of it (laughs) so i'm gonna start again oh my god tommy i'm so sorry Thank you. Yeah, it's a- How's that going? <laughs> I relapsed and <laughs> he's back on the horse. <laughs> I have a new documentary coming out. <laughs> oh good. Dance is it called Dancing with the Devil? <laughs> oh my god. Well uh, it's called my The mom- Triple Crown. <laughs> Let's go. <Come> on. <laughs> my mom does have a rescued horse that was gonna be like sent to the glue factory. If you're into that kind of thing, sounds like you might be. <laughs> oh my wow. god! Yeah, I'll that's to, crazy. I'll have to come by the stable sometime. Yeah, come oh, by the that, stable. That horse is gonna wish it was glue after Tommy's done. Oh my god! <laughs> His name is Ernest. Wow! <laughs> Very cute. After the movies. Yeah, Ernest <laughs> goes to Tommy's bedroom. <laughs> I wish I it was say, after the movies. <laughs> I, I didn't know too much. I mean, I knew some of the songs. Um, Emily used to be really into it, but I I didn't know her childhood and stuff was so crazy. I didn't know, which I think explains a lot of how tumultuous her life has been. It was like mm-hmm. she talked about how her uh, dad had like slammed her mom's finger in a door, and she had to lose a finger because of it. And then like the dad Jesus died Christ. really young too. He was like really abusive, yeah. and then the mom had like a really bad eating disorder, so she was like eighty pounds and like. It, it was just like it seems like she's gone through so much and on top of being yeah. child actress like on Barney mm-hmm. at age seven mm-hmm. and then just like pretty much in movies and shit or or famous for music since age seven, yeah. which is like there was I feel like zero chance of her being a normal well, human. It's weird because yeah. most child stars, there's a pipeline, there's a healthy way for them to become celebrities and, as adults like 
for yes. most of them they turn out really well <laughs> that's really true. and so yeah. i'm really it's really <laughs> nice for her that she was able to be part of that but it sounds like it was a little harder for her than most of them <laughs> it, it was funny because in this interview she was like uh, she tried to get on Barney at age five, and they wouldn't let her because she wouldn't read. Um, she couldn't read, which is this is like the Michael Jordan getting cut from the <laughs> from the varsity team when he was a freshman. <laughs> it's also why I haven't been on TV yet because I cannot read, <laughs> and they keep finding out at the last minute. <laughs> it's hard. It's very uh, hard. Yeah. yeah. So yes, we should go ahead and hear a song because. Uh, okay. I feel like we're we're telling people a lot about it, and I found a list of. See, we've we've been talking about the darker stuff. I have a list of fun and interesting facts yeah. to kind of liven things up. But let's hear a song first, because uh, I think we've been teasing it long enough, and we need to hear some of these pipes that that uh, Demi is so popular for having. Um, <laughs> let's hear. Uh, what's the first song we should hear right here? Uh, let's hear "Heart Attack" first. Mm. Why not? Give me one. Okay, here we go. Oh, it's playing pink. There we go. That's Heart Attack. Nice little pop song. Tell us about Heart Attack. <laughs> <laughs> Me tell about it? Yeah, why not? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, I think Heart Attack is an incredible crush song. If you're having a crush and you want to think mm-hmm. about them and you want to walk around thinking about them, um, it's perfect for that. It's mm-hmm. It's about a girl who's a tomboy, which I don't no offense don't relate to but i can sort of be flexible with that when imagining the song is about my life um Mm -hmm. she hey it's kaylee cuoco for priceline ready to go to your happy place for a happy price well why didn't you say so just download the priceline app right now and save up to 60 percent on hotels so whether it's cousin kevin's kazoo concert in kansas city go kevin or becky's bachelorette bash in bermuda you never have to miss a trip ever again so download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. She's saying when she doesn't care, she can play with men like Ken dolls. But when she does care, when she has a crush, she almost has a heart attack and, and <laughs> dies from how, yeah. how horrifying and scary it is. Um, sounds like she should stick to the other guys. I know. This, it sounds like... The guys she's into sound really dangerous for her. Well, they have been. They typically have been. She usually... I mean, she seems like someone who, unfortunately, she's like one of those celebrities who like, has 
has openly been on like Raya before where you're like, oh, that's like kind of sad that you actually <laughs> had to do that, you know? Like ben yeah, Affleck. but good for Raya. That must have been a big pull for them. <laughs> I think it was, but it's like she meets these guys on Raya and like she meets guys. I think she responds to DMs, which is also sad. Like I think she met one of her, her like ex-fiance, like DM'd her a bunch. And then finally she was like, all right, well, I guess, yeah, like let's hang out. Um, so I think her picker is off. Her current boyfriend is named Jutes. Jutes. Oh, period. boy. Jutes, period. How do you spell um, that? J-U-T-E-S. It's like Puss and Jutes. Oh, okay. <laughs> Puss and Jutes. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh. So, that's tough. Um, but, yeah, I think it's a really good... Uh, it's a good crush song. It's good to pump you up. If you're, if you're about to see your crush, put on this song. Okay. I feel like our... <laughs> I don't know if I've ever thought I mean, I guess when I was younger, when I was like in, uh, I, I remember li- loving the song Drive Me Crazy from Britney mm. Spears when I was like, when I was crushing, but now I feel like all my, the music I like is <laughs> when I was crushing hard. <laughs> I used to love the movie Drive Me Crazy. Remember that? Oh, Adrian I, that right? I wanted to love that movie. I just could not. I think because I liked the music video so much more than the movie. <laughs> it, I was hoping the music video would like happen in the movie at some point, and, uh, and it did not. It but didn't. It didn't quite. What a film. Uh, Wait, I just, is that Melissa Joan Hart? Uh, it is, that? yeah. Nice. MJH and Adrian Grenier, yeah, which a friend of mine recently Vinny. was telling me that she like had seen, she had seen Adrian Grenier before he was famous and like walking down the street, and she was like, "Oh my god, I think this man is my soulmate." Like, I have no idea why. <sighs> She's like, "I have no idea why," but I just had this feeling like I meant to like meet that man, and I was like. Probably because he's insanely attractive. Like she was yeah. like, I, yeah. I couldn't tell you weird. why, but I got yeah. a feeling like I want to talk to this guy. <laughs> I was like, I think I know why you had the feeling. Question mark. Yeah, sure. That's like when Tommy saw Emily Ratajkowski. Uh, <laughs> Is that her name? Yeah. <laughs> and he was like, oh, I think that's my soulmate. And then the police were dragging him away. And um, <laughs> they were like, you're not supposed to be in this woman's house, sir. <laughs> um, I was, Bobby saw me liking a photo of Emily Ratajkowski and made fun of me. But I told him I'm trying to support her because she went through such a horrible thing with her husband. I want her to. Yeah. I don't want her to just see creepy men in her likes. I want her to see women who support her too. That is fair. It is kind of funny when one of her pictures comes up. I'm just like, the seeing the number of likes. You're like, it's just such a little drip in a in an ocean of likes. It feels so <laughs> weird to click that. Like, who gives a shit? She's gonna be like, <laughs> wait, now who this. is this Devin underscore Hunter underscore Leary? <laughs> she seems like she's got something special. <laughs> It's like, I guess we all have to contribute or else it's like everybody could be like me and scroll past and go, she's fine. She's she doesn't fine. need my fucking like, but no, you have to contribute. You got to put in your piece. You have <laughs> to, Emily if you want to support women, you have to like her posts at this point. Also, I know someone who went to high school with her and said that her body is all natural because it looked the same back then. Mm. Good to know. Which is- <laughs> I think that's groundbreaking. It looks it looks impossible. It looks impossible to have a body like that, but it is possible. You know what? 
in that case, I'm going to go back and like that last picture. <laughs> she's honest and she's real. And she was betrayed by a man. Yep. A man who everybody, when they started dating, was like, look at this piece of shit. I know, <laughs> but like that was the problem, I horrible. think. Horrible. I think mm-hmm. he probably, like, res- I mean, what do I know? I'm no expert. But I think he probably resented that he's with like married to like the hottest woman alive, and everyone was like, "Why mm-hmm. did she even marry him? That's insane! Like he looks like yeah. shit." And then he got so angry that he just went. And yeah, he fucked up. He fumbled the. He simp danced bag. with the devil. You, if you're gonna be a simp, be a full simp, but don't be <laughs> fumbled the simp bag. <laughs> yeah uh all right let's uh, okay i found some uh song facts for this for the song this charted at uh at 10 in the u.s and uh three in the uk where the where the very crown is important <laughs> um, <laughs> the queen was jamming to this shit <laughs> liz loved heart attack <laughs> Uh, I'm not seeing any super fun facts about this song, so I'm gonna jump to the uh, the list of the best fun. The this is the 15 uh, best fun and interesting facts about uh, Demi Lovato, and I wonder if you know any of these. I wonder too. So th- the first one, do you know her full real name? Demetria Devon Lovato. <gasps> wow. You got it. Demetria. I was going to say, her middle Demetria. is similar to yours. So I thought maybe That's you why I remembered it. it. Yeah. Devon. <laughs> and I have some friends who call me Devon. So Really? So she and I okay. have more in common than she thinks, I think. <laughs> what kind of friends are these people? They don't even say your fucking name right. <laughs> they don't know my correct name, and I don't correct them. I, I just let it happen. Friends. <laughs> my closest friends think my name is Devon. A, a girl, a girl like me from Connecticut, Devon. Wow, you know. Uh, on this, uh, on this fun fact, it says Demetria is a Greek name, which basically means follower of Demeter. Who's Demeter? <laughs> well, according to Greek mythology, Demeter was the goddess of harvests and cereals. In a post on Twitter, Demi revealed she puts their. <laughs> this is annoying because of the non-binary thing. They she's switch. Just, she's she now. Yeah, just be she. This says she puts their cereal. That's not how <laughs> it works. <laughs> They're just covering their bases as yeah. hard as they can. Uh, Demi revealed she puts her cereal in a bowl before the milk. Some people pour the milk in first. Mm. What do you do? <laughs> Wait, what, what website the- is this? <laughs> Uh, dumbass.com. This is on Pino.com. Wait, Pino like the wine? No, no Bino like the <laughs> fart medicine. What the? <laughs> oh, I didn't know you Bino know was I'm doing talking? that. I didn't realize yeah, Bino I, was I didn't know Bino was that. still around. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> making that foray into pop culture. Okay. Uh yeah. So answer the question, Devin. <laughs> Some people pour the milk in first. What do you do? What do I do? Yeah, you I eat normal food like an adult on a plate that you cut, not cereal. No, I eat. You I don't mean, eat cereal. I eat Honey Nut Cheerios every once in a while, and I always put the cereal in first, and then the milk. Yeah, I think most people put the cereal in first, which is why it's insane that they felt like noting that. 
yeah. It would be <laughs> interesting if she puts milk in the first. Milk. Yeah. Right. Well, because that would be notable. I think that would be notable because of the eating disorder stuff. Like maybe she's only yes. measuring out a certain amount of milk and a certain amount of Ooh. cereal, and yeah, that would be interesting. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that would be newsworthy. Um, Demi, Demi was <laughs> born in Albuquerque uh, in 1992. You want to guess some other famous people from her hometown in Albuquerque? Walter White. <laughs> That's that is true. Yes, Walter Walter White, Walter White Jr. <laughs> Flynn, <laughs> Flynn, <laughs> Flynn. He was there. <laughs> All the fellas. Um, uh, a certain a certain rapper who would uh, do something of a pimp job on uh, certain people uh, rides. Oh. Yes, that is right. <laughs> oh, X to the Z, got it. Mm-hmm. All those and scions. Also, All those scions. And also a guy who was all wait for it some in uh in the show How I Met Your Mother. Is that Neil Patrick Harris? It is Neil Patrick Harris. I hate him. I was him. doing it. Yeah. Do you? I hate him. Bad, you bad, hate him. Bad attitude, bad vibe, in my opinion. <gasps> Interesting. Have you met him? No, but I have read blind items about him. Yeah, I heard a I heard a rumor. I met him once. He was very nice to me, but it was on the radio and he uh, he laughed at a and, and riffed along with a, a joke of mine, and so I say he's a great man. Well, he you're you're a public figure. He's probably only nice to famous people and not us regular people. <laughs> that could that could very well be. <laughs> so check your privilege and your perspective, Tom. About a lot of these people time. are being fake to you. They're not your real I, friends. They could be. I think Neil. If I find out that my dear my dear friend Neil was being fake to me, I'm gonna straight up. <laughs> He's using you, Tom. He's not real. <laughs> <laughs> when my documentary comes out about <laughs> about my relationship, dancing with, Neil, with Doogie, <laughs> <laughs> dancing in the Doog light. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, Let's see here. Yeah, you uh, you mentioned uh, that she was on Barney and Friends. That is where she met Selena, Selena Gomez, Gomez, baby. They became friends. They're no longer friends, apparently, according Ooh. to the. It's fun. I have two lists pulled up here. I have the fun list and the controversial list, and uh, it's fun to see this crossover. Do you know what their falling out was? Oh, I don't. No, I, I was just asking. I don't know. I, I, don't, damn it. <laughs> I think it was something to do with, like, she was best friends with Selena Gomez. Then Selena Gomez became best friends with Taylor Swift. And maybe there was, like, a mm. jealousy thing. And then later on, Taylor Swift and, and Demi Lovato fell further apart because Demi called her out for, like, not being politically active in 2016. Mm-hmm. And then Demi also defended Scooter Braun after, like, yes. Taylor. That was the craziest uh, thing, is that she was very actively defending Scooter Braun and, like, getting in people's comments and stuff. Mm, well, he's in her documentary, Dancing with the Devil, and he's like, oh. I just wanted her to be okay, like, when she was dying and whatever. Um, but I don't know necessarily what the exact nature of the of the feud was. But these girls were all so young. It's like they were... I watched there was that thing, the feud with Demi and Selena versus Miley and Miley's friend. 
and they were mm-hmm. like so mean to each other but it's also like i was mean in middle school too like take it back <laughs> no i cyberbullied in middle school <gasps> and this is that's basically just what these girls were doing they were insecure and they were projecting mm-hmm. that is what a lot of this felt like it's a lot of like because she has so many beefs, but a lot of it feels like just she's so just insecure, and she's getting online and like, because she the 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 timing of her coming at Taylor was interesting because Taylor had just given uh, a bunch of money to Kesha, right, to help in the lawsuit, and uh, I want to say that uh, Demi tweeted she posted something like, "Oh, it'll impress me when you're when you go to." Like the court's house or whatever. Like, yeah, she just wanted to be more vocal. I would say, you know, in the meantime, maybe, maybe she's what inspired Taylor to become more politically active. Who knows? I don't think so. I, I think like the masses of people that like attacked Taylor. I, I felt personally, I felt like the Taylor Swift drama in 2016 was kind of like, okay. Is there not bigger fish to fry? Like mm-hmm. it was so fucking stupid. As a <laughs> yeah, it's <laughs> like just, come on. I mean, people were saying I, that she was yeah. Like she was like the face of white nationalism because she hadn't posted about who she even voted, and it's like okay, <laughs> like it was it was crazy. I mean, mm-hmm. and then she basically was like, well, I just like didn't know that much about politics, so I didn't feel like I should speak about it. Fair enough. I don't want like the popular girls from my high school to speak about politics and that's what i feel like she was like i i don't want myself to speak about politics i I don't think everyone should do that like yeah tommy says we're not allowed to talk about politics on this show because uh, <laughs> republicans buy sneakers and oh, we are selling fair, sneakers that's fair that's fair yeah <laughs> um, and we are sorry about the the rashes people have been getting from those sneakers they are, yes they are the terrible well terrible okay but ever heard that, of socks Thank you. Look, that's a great point. And yes, the acid in the shoe has been eating through people's socks. Eroding socks. Whatever. You think the first pair of Jordans was perfect? <laughs> no, honey. No. They were. It was eating look, people. No one even too. likes old Jordans. <laughs> no. Buy an they old suck. pair of Jordans. That's why it's, it's all the new ones that are popular. <laughs> the Jordan 15s. No, our shoe, and yes. There is a pump on it. It turns out it emits the co- the novel coronavirus. <laughs> we didn't mean to do that. We were trying. We were fooling around in a lab. <laughs> we, were, we accidentally came up with the, the coronavirus. Sure. The, the oh, you've never made a mistake. <laughs> Listen, people in glass houses shouldn't throw stones. And anyone, anyone could have. You're right. Anyone could have. Made the novel coronavirus. And anybody would have, given the timing, the circumstances, anybody would have picked Kanye West to endorse their brand. <laughs> we, he was he bored. was without a sneaker. <laughs> he needed help. You guys were helping someone in need, someone with Thank mental you. illness. And that's mm-hmm. not recognized enough. Mm-hmm. Yes. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Uh, I have some more fun facts, and then I'll play another song. So, uh, Demi is a fan of uh, Mexican food. (laughs) She loves Taco Bell and their Mexican pizza. It's a lifestyle. Taco Bell is a lifestyle, she once said. (laughs) There are 111 Taco Bell restaurants in the UK. 
Mm. Wait, she, she said that? that. No, <laughs> that's one of her famous quotes. That's on the website. <laughs> <laughs> At first, I thought she said it too. <laughs> it really, she's just a robot. <laughs> Uh, all right i mean Um, i like that i like that personality of of that taco bell as a lifestyle i i mean okay so i like that i like a lot of these pop stars for being suburban trash and and that not being able to be removed from them for example Mm -hmm. like demi's style is horrible and looks like she shops at bb in the mall and i i don't want her to ever change that like i think that's that's like very endearing i think taylor unfortunately taylor swift is like a similar way where she like she has horrible taste but she's not necessarily like suburban trashy it's more like horse girl trashy and i think say what she could do with she could do with a a stylist sorry to bring up horses again she could do with a stylist that was violence, Devin. <laughs> <laughs> Why? That was as bad as putting a sugar-free cookie in your store window. Why? Um, For people, suburban people? I like... No, I'm from the no, suburbs. No, no, no. For the horse-loving community. I'm from the horse-loving community. Yes, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, not Tommy's horse-loving community. Yeah, you gotta... <laughs> I'm talking about 4-H camp and stuff. Yeah, I haven't, seen you on the, uh, I haven't seen you on the forums. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you have. I just have a very discreet... I have a very discreet username. You would never know it was me. <laughs> Devon Larry. <laughs> <laughs> Devon Larry. 69. Hell That's yeah. me. Tommy was in 4-H. Horse humping <laughs> horny hunks. <laughs> <laughs> It's now that's what that stands for. <laughs> yeah. Got it. Right. <laughs> uh, let's hear another song. <laughs> we Great. Have, we this is a long one. <laughs> All right. Let's uh, let's listen to "Fix a Heart." Ah. Uh, Dear yeah, Drinker. Yeah. Uh, here we go. That's fix a heart. Is it true what she says? <laughs> that you, you can, can never, never fix really a heart? Can? Yeah. Um, well, uh, remains to be seen. I know seen. some doctors who would disagree. Listen, I... Okay, so that song came out with, with like, in tandem with her documentary, Stay Strong, which was about how she was, like, self-harming. Mm-hmm. And she got tattoos on her wrist to cover up her self-harm scars. Um, wow. So I think it was very, like, symbolic, if not um, the opposite of symbolic, just outright saying, like, it's like you're pu- 
putting salt in my cuts. You can ba- mm-hmm. you can bandage the damage. She just ran out of band-aids and you can <laughs> you can bandage the damage but you can never really fix a heart. So I think she's saying like um you know, you can get help for your self-harm disorder but you'll still be in love with your ex-boyfriend and then so then once you're on the other side of the self-harm stuff, you're going to have to deal with the ex-boyfriend stuff. Mm. And so it's really kind of a, it's a foreboding tale. It's not a hopeful that song. That is foreboding. No, I liked it. It's a good song. I, I love it. it. I love. You love it. I love I Just Ran Out of Band-Aids when she, when she like yeah. increases and she's like, I just ran out. It's so, uh, it's so powerful. <laughs> it is powerful. It's also like. It's good. It's real. It's real. And then. Well, I can't really remember how the rest of it goes, but yeah, I think it's good. I think it's good. <laughs> yeah, I think that's a great way to put it. Um, oh, here's another fun fact. Mm. Demi's mum. Oh, this is a British site, by the way. I'm just now realizing that. <laughs> well, that makes sense, given the UK, <laughs> the UK thing. Yeah. Talk about count. Demi's mom was a Dallas Cowboys cheerleader. That's she traumatic. She also was a country music star. She opened for country star Hank Williams. Oh, wow. Interesting. I think um, having a, mo- a hot mom can be very like difficult and traumatic for some people. <laughs> Again, I relate strongly to, to Demi. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean... It's complicated. Like, I remember in the most recent documentary, her parents... So she has, like, a stepdad that she considers her real dad. And Mm -hmm. her parents are in it. And it's kind of like... I'm like, okay, this is kind of all your fault in a way. Like, they put her on Barney when she was five or whatever. (laughs) But I think she, like, has more of a perspective on that now. But she's also still like, they're my parents. I love them. And, like, I know it's complicated. But it's also, like... Like, where's your accountability, Mrs. Mm-hmm. Dallas Cowboys? <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, and is there a Mr. Dallas Cowboys? <laughs> <laughs> there is, and his name's Eddie, and he actually seems very nice. Oh, that's good. Man, yeah. it must be nice to have a dad. Um, yeah, sorry. Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. I'm going to skip down a few here because most of these are pretty obvious. She had a show. She auditioned for Hannah Montana. Mm. Uh, didn't get it, but that's what she says that's what got her into the Disney world. And then she, she got on some other stuff. Um, I'm not allowed in the Disney world anymore. <laughs> <laughs> was that horse related? Uh, or Yeah, was, yeah. It, was Spirit a Disney movie? <laughs> I can't remember. It was The Stallion of the Cimarron? Jesus Christ, Tommy. <laughs> He just got free, and then you gotta go traumatize him again. I like to see your biscuit. Oh my lord! <laughs> what? Oh god! <laughs> number back number fourteen is uh, Demi doesn't like wearing jeans. I I strongly agree. Hmm. Uh, you strongly agree. Uh, even though jeans are one of the most popular types of clothes <laughs> like ever, you probably won't catch the singer wearing a pair anytime soon. 
I don't like jeans. They don't make me feel great right now, she said. And I don't have to wear jeans if I don't want to. It sounds like they <laughs> interviewed true. her when she was five years old. <laughs> yeah, she's like, I love tacos and I hate jeans. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think those are, the, those are the main fun facts here. There's eight albums. Yeah, this is pretty recent, too. This is weird. Bino.com. Uh, Ambassador... Yeah, Bino is on their shit. <laughs> Bino's hard hitting. Uh, she was part of an anti-bullying campaign. Yes, powerful. So she talked about. Oh, that she doesn't too, like. But she got uh, like cyberbullied to the point where people started a suicide petition for her, and people signed it, like that she should commit suicide, yeah. which is fucking crazy. Uh, well, there was also insane. Poot. And I do. I don't know if you guys that. know what I'm talking about when I say Poot. Um, what is that? Is that related I feel to like I did juice? Just read that. <laughs> it's not related to Jutes, but it's kind of shocking she can be with someone whose name has that syllable. Um, <laughs> but she, there was like a picture of her that was a very unflattering photo right. that someone got, and then it circulated the internet, and people said like, "This is her evil twin, Poot Lovato." <laughs> um, and it was actually hilarious. <laughs> and then she did when she performed "Sorry Not Sorry" at like. I don't know if it was like the Billboard Awards or um, the VMAs or something. She did a very powerful performance, which is that they're like, welcome to the stage, Demi Lovato. But then she's actually sitting in the audience. She's not on stage at all. She has a, she has a stone, sullen face on. She looks very serious. And then on the on the stage, all these images of like angry tweets about her like were, were coming down and everyone was watching them. And I think Poot was up there. Like it was like... <laughs> She was including that wow. too, and then she came up and said she was sorry. She's not sorry. Mm. Oh, I think that's a perfect Segway. lead in yeah. to uh, <laughs> to the next song we have here. <laughs> Let's hear "Sorry, Not Sorry." Oh shit, it doesn't pull up if you go to the link. Damn it! Oh sorry, uh, I had, it's not your fault. Okay, here's "Sorry, Not Sorry." That's sorry, not sorry. That's a jam. That's a jammer. I think that's truly one of the best songs of all time. It's a great song. (laughs) It's a banger. It is very good. And it's funny because I really hate when people say sorry, not sorry, IRL. I used to have a joke about I kind of broke up with someone because they said sorry, (laughs) not sorry too much. (laughs) It was just like a, a really annoying tick for me. Very Seinfeld uh, episode of you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
There was a girl in my college who had like a t-shirt that said that and I found that like very upsetting. Um, But it's just like it's the best type of revenge breakup song. So you have Fix a Heart which is like sad breakup song Mm -hmm. and then you have this which is like revenge breakup song basically like I'm back on the market fuck you yes. like mm-hmm. posting thirst traps knowing they'll see it and then right. you have heart attack which is like now you have a crush on someone else who probably sounds like they probably suck and you're going right back to the fix a heart in the beginning <laughs> yes um, it's a circle it's the circle of life and but then the documentary and then the documentary but actually so sorry not sorry so her documentary is still complicated <laughs> which i might get tattooed i think it's very powerful thing to say about yourself um still complicated but her documentary is still complicated (laughs) (laughs) i'm getting yeah her documentary is still complicated produced by scooter braun um (laughs) on my back eddie's in it. (laughs) no so that documentary i feel like was hopeful and it was like before she relapsed she looked amazing best she's ever looked she's filming the video she's like in a she's like in a bubble bath that guy that plays football was there gronk or is that gronk is that him <laughs> yep the guy that plays yeah, so football, gronk, gronk was there yeah. <laughs> like i was like wow she's really peaking and like she looks amazing she has hair extensions and she had this song that that truly like i still put it on playlists because it just makes me so happy and then it and it all went to shit because she had to go right back down to the devil and do drugs again. Damn. Um, but yeah. Wow. It's Damn. kind of like it's kind of like, um, it's kind of like what was oh lost. It's like you have to enjoy it, not knowing that like the ending is going to be so bad. You have to just... Ah, interesting. Is that making sense? Yeah. Yeah. I never watched it because I heard the ending was so bad, but uh, now that's that's interesting. I kind yeah. of feel like that about Dexter, too, but... I just gave I, up on Dexter after a minute. I know. Like, I kind of gave up, too. I didn't finish it, yeah. I, but I loved the first four season seasons. Season four is the best, yeah. Yeah. Season four is great. Started season five, made it maybe five episodes in, and just stopped watching it all together. Colin was Hanks too in bored. season five, who I heard might be a Nepo baby. That's just a blind <gasps> no. item. Yes. It's a blind item. I don't know if it's true. Stop. <laughs> don't say things you can't take back, Tommy. <laughs> but I think he grew up down to earth like in Sacramento outside the hollywood bubble just saying he does seem great and uh, I, I like him as an actor but yeah. <laughs> i had to get my Speaking little of which i will be experience. in sacramento on the 10th of january or no 11th of january i'll be in san francisco on the 10th at punchline comedy club both dates get it get your little tickies oh wait that'll have passed god damn it <laughs> i forgot this is coming out next week all right i'll be there tonight actually that works out perfectly nice. i'll be in sacramento tonight a special guest um, lady bird that's right. <laughs> Lady Bird, Timothy Chalamet might do a spot. I don't Just know. <laughs> talking about Infinite Jest. And that's what that <laughs> character was all about. That was a fine film. I, I loved that, that movie, actually. I uh, thought it was overrated. Antonia didn't like it that much. Yeah. yeah she agrees with oh you. Oh, my God. I love I that she it. agrees with me. I'm it sounds mad. like, from what I'm gathering, boys love Lady Bird. Ladies hate it. 
What's and that girls about? like cars and money. That's, <laughs> yeah, and boys don't like that type of shit. We just like Lady Bird. Girls don't like boys, boys like cars. Girls like cars. Boys like Lady Bird. They think it's funny. <laughs> Tim McLaughlin said he's never related to a movie more than Lady Bird. <laughs> if that man isn't an enigma, what is? That's, that's insane. He loves anime. He He's the biggest dumbass I know. I love him, and he <laughs> loves Lady Bird. I was so sad that he took Midnight, so I couldn't talk about it, and also that he didn't say a single thing about Midnight the whole episode, <laughs> except for stuff that Micah told him to say, and yeah. instead just talked about... Well, it about- was more... It was more Tommy doing Midnights, and Tim was our guest host that week. I find that was also the day Tom was moving out of his apartment. That's that true. Was... That was one of the worst days of my life. Actually, <laughs> it was not our it finest. Was very stupid that moment. we stopped to record a podcast. I was literally running up and down the stairs for nine hours straight carrying shit, and stopped in the middle to record a fucking podcast like an idiot in an empty apartment with no furniture. It was very stupid. That's awful. I'm sorry. To bring it up. I'm sorry to bring it up. I forgot. I forgot what a bad day that was. But you know what? It ended good. Then we then we had a little nice time at uh, that bar. Yeah, it was a good time. Um, we got one more song. We should listen to it and get to the comments because we got to wrap this bad boy up. This is "Give Your Heart a Break." A lot of heart songs from Demi and uh, and Devin today. (laughs) (laughs) Three out of four songs contain the word heart. Here's "Give Your Heart a Break." Let's give your heart a break. Hmm. It did reach uh, number 16 on the U.S. charts. Uh, the song has somewhat dubious distinction of being the first to reach number one on Billboard's pop songs charts whilst falling short on the Hot 100's top 10 since the eligibility rules for the latter changed in December 1998. That sounds somewhat dubious to me. That is Makes me want to light up a dubious. (laughs) California sober ass. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Um, I think this song is the best type of love song because it's riddled with codependency and um, pain Mm -hmm. masked as excitement interesting 
Yeah. Like, no love. Okay, so for example, the song Sand Castles by Beyonce, which was like basically her saying, like, we had a hard time, but like, we're over it now. And now we're just going to have like a happy life together. Nobody wants to listen to that because yeah. who cares? Like, you only want to listen to <laughs> stuff that's about how bad something was, how hard something Dude. was. Yes. I was trying to write a bit about this because I, it's so frustrating. Every song I listen to is about like a horrible heartbreak or like uh, the, the national or something. It's sad. It's never just like, I'm happy. Things are good. <laughs> I'm happy I got married. How about <laughs> yeah, that? Yeah, exactly. What if I, it's like, I mean, I've made fun of it in comedy where every stand up is like, oh, I fucking hate my wife. She's a bitch or whatever. And it's like, I don't want to, I hate that. <laughs> what if you're just, you know, Patton has a great joke about that where he's like, uh, it's not interesting to be like I'm in love or whatever, but um, yeah, it's yeah, but this is good. You gotta, I mean, well, we're in complete disagreement, but yeah, I guess this is good. Um, no, this is good. No, I mean, I think I just think it's like the best love songs are full of like turmoil and something like this. Well, this isn't really like the best example of that. But it's basically she's saying like she met someone who told her that he doesn't want to fall in love with her and she's trying to convince him that she's different than the rest and she'll Mm -hmm. fix his heart. And at various points, she's like, you didn't reply to me. You left my house crying, but like I'm going (laughs) to fix your heart and give your heart a break. And that is something that needs to be addressed in therapy, but it's also like makes for a great like you know soundtrack to life like riding the bus looking out the window you want to listen to something like this as opposed to something about like just being happy yeah no yeah it's it no all the best songs are not about being happy in my in my opinion i mean you could listen to pharrell or like the lego movie soundtrack i hate that song (laughs) i'm happy yeah if you feel or I don't want to clap along. Oh, see, I hate this. <laughs> I this know. is what I'm talking about. I need there to be a good version of that. You need like, like Radiohead to release like a happy album. Yes, that's it. About, I mean, about how beautiful <laughs> life can be. Tommy York's new band is called The Smile. <laughs> so is that it? Might be something. Yeah, it is. <laughs> wow. But I don't there think the music is happy. I think it might be. I think he should do it. I would love to hear a Radiohead cover of Happy from Pharrell. <laughs> <laughs> they turn it into like a commentary on despair somehow. I'm sure. I'm going to listen to In Rainbows today. I'm going to have a nice time. Um, let's get to the listeners of this show. They have thoughts. They like them to be heard. And if you're on the Patreon, you get your thoughts guaranteed to be read. Let's see if anybody responded in the last uh, couple hours. Uh, they certainly did. Um, right off the bat, we have Jason Jeanson who says, Love Demi, one of the best voices in the game. Saw her on the Holy Fuck tour last year in support of her punk pop album, and she did her whole set in a pop punk style, which was amazing. P.S. Sorry, my last name is complicated. Y'all have actually gotten really close to it. <laughs> oh, shit. Okay. Uh, so it's pronounced Jean's... Okay. This is still confusing. <laughs> it's like 
John San, uh, like Jean Valjean. Okay, ah, John San. Lame is reference. Now we're talking. Yeah, plus Stephen San time. Like Jean Valjean plus Jean Stephen San time. So John San. Who am okay. I? Jason Johnson. Another okay. day, another right. Patreon. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny that there was no way for you to have me not read the name myself first <laughs> before seeing the correction. So, Johnson. All right. I will try to remember that for you. And I uh, I do appreciate it. Um, John. Uh, it's pronounced Johnson. Okay. Nick C says, uh, loved confident and tell me you love me, but haven't listened much outside that. I am sad to read she held a funeral for her pop style, but just like Tommy's favorite two minutes a year, the Kentucky Derby, all good <laughs> things must pass. <laughs> uh, okay. This is another name that hopefully they tell me how to say it some, uh, some way. Madeline, uh, Mori, or Maurice, uh, I was in middle school during Demi's Disney heyday, putting me squarely in her target demographic. As an edgy preteen, I truly made who says I can't wear my Converse with my dress from La La Land my entire personality for a few years. And for that, I am very sorry. Still love Demi, though, and listen to those first two albums for the nostalgia every so often. I remember the, I, the Converse thing was huge. I was part of that. I was in that world. I what, wearing Converse? Yeah, I thought it was cool. <laughs> you like, were part I, I of that the, movement of wearing Converse? That with like the like the like the hot topic type Converse wearing. Right. You know what I mean? I Where did that. Like yeah. Yeah. I did it briefly because this like I had no friends when I started a new school in middle school and this girl Kelly started talking to me and she was like a hot topic girl. So I like was like, mom, we're going to the mall. And I bought like a whole new wardrobe. <laughs> but she shortly thereafter like started making out with like boys and stuff. And I got too scared and went back to just playing the Sims. Sure. The Sims rules. I mean, Sims rule. Yeah, they nothing do. wrong with that. You can live out all your dreams in the Sims. Who needs kissing boys when you could when you could make your sims kiss each other if you buy the uh the, the, Fix the kissing uh, what did you call that pack. the extension the expansion pack yeah. the, if you rosebud 11 enough you can get them to do bukkake and stuff oh my Lord. <laughs> you can oh man Remember when they had the pets expansion pack? I was like, I, I love Sims do Two Pets level. I yeah, know. I, I would just design dogs and like put them in the house. On to the next one. Mm. New house, new dogs. <laughs> <laughs> That's, I love the idea of somebody doing that in real life. <laughs> <laughs> like well uh, we're gonna be moving to a house and the dog's like all right let's go you're like no you're gonna no, be we're staying gonna get all here. new ones goodbye <laughs> mid-century modern dogs this time <laughs> <laughs> you just don't fit the aesthetic of our new house <laughs> we're going to a more goth direction we need a doberman <laughs> we're getting a hot topic house and we have some more comments here. Tommy, oh, okay. didn't anybody respond on the Twitter? We got three on the Twitter. We got uh, NOK Guy said her acting career better. Interesting. <gasps> Disagree. Mark Urban just said the frozen yogurt thing, which <laughs> we did talk about. Yes. What did Keith Urban say? <laughs> <laughs> I'm married to Nicole Kidman, mate. I'm a country singer, <laughs> but I'm from Australia. 
And uh, <laughs> Mari Hoffman said, uh, fun fact, her song World of Chances was co-written by John Mayer, and it's pretty <gasps> obvious. Interesting. Wow. Okay. That's drama also because of the Taylor Swift feud. Yes. Wow. Wrong side of history hmm. for Demi again. I'm looking again. at the lyrics, and I get what she's saying because the lyric my name is john mayer and i'm here to say yes. <laughs> my body is a wonderland yeah remember have a nice when day. i have a nice said, day. <laughs> <laughs> remember when i uh made that song uh your body's a wonderland and gravity and stuff <laughs> and stuff <laughs> shit um fathers you don't have to be good to your daughters anymore i'm kind of over that now i'm over that whole phase <laughs> done that's kind of Father, more like now. fathers i'll take care of your daughters now Ooh. that's his new vibe <laughs> uh all right we got some comments on the facebook jeez well, you guys uh, are all ethan, over the place we're not gonna read all of these because we are basically we're out of time but uh ethan giannini says sunny with a chance more like sunny with a chance of meatballs would be the best crossover ever. Uh, okay. <laughs> um, uh, just Justina J. Wong says, uh, the high note and give your heart a break is everything, and I stand by this. Okay. Um, <laughs> Adam Quaslow says, it's Greek for half Lovato. <laughs> <laughs> Adam's funny. on fire. He had a good one last week, too. Um Emily Davis says Demi is easily the best vocalist Disney Channel has ever produced. And mm. when I was 13, listening to her music made me feel like a hot, sexy, edgy teenager. As a tween, that's all you can ask of your music. Mm. That's fair. Mm-hmm. What do you think about her being the best vocalist Disney Channel has produced? I think that there's not been any good vocalists. Oh, except for... No, no, no. Because Ariana Grande about, was Nickelodeon, I think. But I think Demi... What about uh, uh, Miley? Miley is like an okay country music style vocalist, but I love Miley and she can do no wrong. But I also think like her voice is not like life changing. Um, I think Demi's voice like is hit or miss. Sometimes I'm blown away and have chills and other times like in live performances, I'm like, ew, what? It's kind of like Jessica Simpson's (laughs) voice in that way. Mm, Fair enough. Uh, all right, I'll read one more and then we will wrap this up. Jennifer Miller says, Pipes that people could only dream of, an excellent singer, slightly better than average songwriter, messy everywhere else. But I consider myself <laughs> a pretty big fan. She absolutely knows how to bring a room down with her voice in the best way. Well done. Oh, wait, there was one more. That was uh, is, Grant Miller says, Is she the... Uh, the new pseudo goth slash alt Ariana Grande. Ooh. I can't keep up. Interesting. I hmm. do not like the holy fuck like goth punk era at all. That is not for mm. me. Fair enough. Uh, this has been a great time. We got to wrap this thing up. But before we leave, you get to give your final thoughts on our girl. What do you What do you got for us, Devin? I feel, I'm sorry, Devon. <laughs> thank you, thank you. Um, I feel absolutely drained dry of my thoughts on, on Demi, but I yeah. always hope that she'll stay strong. I always root for her despite her personality, and I'm, I'll always be grateful to her for her positive impact. Um, and I think she should just eat more ice cream instead of Froyo. Yes. 
And we Fair. like our guests to feel drained. And um, <laughs> I feel like a going. shell. I'm a husk if, of a person. Like if you don't leave feeling like that, we didn't do our jobs. <laughs> I feel right? like I'm gonna close my computer and then immediately forget where I am and just look left and right for a yeah, while. We want like a wonder. fugue state, is what we're. Yeah, yeah people have been. That's a side effect of wearing our sneakers too. <laughs> people have been disoriented. Uh, <laughs> But this has been a great time. Uh, is there anything you'd like to plug on the way out of here? Yeah, yeah, I would like that. Um, yeah, yeah. My pod- yeah, yeah. My podcast <laughs> is True Romance with Carolina Barlow and Devin Leary on wherever you get your podcast. Comes out on Thursdays. And what's your podcast uh, about? Tell the it's people. about. Oh, okay. So it's about um, romance, usually in reference to reality TV or pop culture. This week we're doing Harry and Meghan. We did a few weeks on the White Lotus. We just talk about random stuff that we like to... Basically, we, we like to watch TV and we talk about it. Love it. Incredible. Uh, and definitely definitely check that out. Um, <laughs> Thanks. Get in there. Support <laughs> Devin in any way you Come can. Come on. Please. Um, <laughs> please. <laughs> please. Please help me. I need help. <laughs> Uh, and go see Tommy this uh, yeah. very uh, tomorrow, this very next day after <laughs> the show. Tomorrow. Yes. Uh, at the Bell House, that is the 12th, that is at 7.30. You'll see people like Luke Monez and Mike mm. Hanford and who else did you Aparna say there, Aparna Nonchurla. Uh, get get your little tickies. It's the Bell House. It's a special taping, and it would mean the world to us if you were there. I will be in San Francisco. Or I, like I said, that's uh, yesterday. I'll be in Sacramento. I'll be in. Uh, I'm I'm doing a tour in Israel called Comedy for Kobe all of uh, for most of January. But then I will be in Bloomington at the beautiful Comedy Attic in Bloomington, Indiana. So get tickets to that. That one's really important to me. It's my hometown. I would love to see you guys there. And then uh, I'll be at Dr. Grin's in Michigan and Detroit. And uh, I've got a bunch of stuff on my website. But that will do it for this week's episode once again. Thanks so much, Devin. This was such a good time. Thanks, guys. Um, We will see you guys next week. Get on the Patreon, please. We need you. We're hemorrhaging followers, uh, subscribers. (laughs) And we're starting. We're adding more and more stuff to it all the time. All right. Keep it crispy. Bye.